1: Giving and receiving, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Giving and receiving, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Our texts, Luke 5, 1-11, 2 Corinthians 9, 6-15. God forbid that you participate and you don't partake. God forbid that you are like the children of Israel who participated in the manna, hmm? in the manna. And they drank the water. They had the word of God, ate the word of God, and drank of of the water that followed them, which was Christ. And they received all the blessings of God in the wilderness. But the scripture says, with many of them, God was not pleased. And he allowed them to perish in the wilderness. Even though they enjoyed the blessings of God. Even though they participated in the blessings of God but did not partake of the blessings of God. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, speak clearly to us. Speak expressly to us. Speak to each and every one of us. Lord, speak to our blessing. Speak to our prophet. Speak to our adva- advancement. Advance us. Oh Lord, promote us. Oh Lord, increase us, enlarge us by the ministration of your word. In the name of Jesus, we receive the seed of your word. And we receive the multiplication of the seed. You that give seed to the sower. I receive seed. You that give bread. Food to the hungry. Lord give food. for those that are in need. for those that are hungry. Lord multiply the seed. In the name of Jesus. And feed the hungry. To satisfaction. And make them givers. In Jesus name. Amen. Giving and receiving, it is more blessed to give than to receive. The key verses that I would like you to remember, if you wish, memorize, you can call them quotable quotes. These are scriptures. These are scriptures. These scriptures will gladden your heart. These scriptures will strengthen you. These scriptures will encourage you. These scriptures will give you faith. How do we get faith? It's by the word of God, by the word of God. Let the word of God dwell in you richly. And when the word of God dwells in you richly, what dwells in you richly? Faith dwells in you richly. Amen. So these are memorizable scriptures. Acts 20 verse 35b. Acts 20 verse 35b says, It is more blessed to give than to receive. And actually these are the words of Jesus himself. As Apostle Paul says, in that you know, um, scripture to the elders of um, Ephesus uh, when he was leaving them. So it is more blessed to give than to receive. Can we say that together? It is more blessed to give than to receive. It is more blessed to give than to receive. I'm not asking you to memorize the whole thing, just that small part. It is more blessed to give than to receive. And we go to the second one. The second one is also very simple. Philippians 4, 17. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Not that I seek the gift. Not that I'm looking to get from you, to take from you. But I'm actually, I desire that you will receive fruit that abounds to your account. That you will be blessed. I desire for your blessing. This is, this is the word of um, Apostle Paul. It's actually the heart of God. God is saying, I don't need any gift from you. Amen. I don't get richer by your giving, by your money, by whatever it is you give to me. It doesn't make me God. It doesn't make me better. It doesn't make me richer. But I want you to be blessed. That's why I'm asking you to give. Amen. I want you to have fruit. That's why I'm asking you to do what to sow. I want you to have harvest. That's why I'm asking you to plant. Because that's the way of life. That's the way it goes. You won't have fruit unless you have seed. And unless you plant the seed. Not that I seek the gift. Apostle Paul is saying, not that I really want you to give me something. I wasn't looking forward to your giving. But I really desire that you be blessed. I mean, there are times when you want to give something to somebody. And they say, oh no. No. I don't really need, I don't really need what you are giving me. And the person says, oh, please, just take it, just take it. Don't deprive me of my blessings. Okay, I want you to be blessed. So, I receive it, I take it. Amen? Same thing with God. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. And the third key verse, or key verses, 2 Corinthians 9, 10 to 11, a. 2 Corinthians nine ten to eleven. Now this is this is a prayer. This is a prayer, you know, uh, in anticipation of the gift of the giving of the Corinthians uh, to some Christians that were in need in Jerusalem. So he was praying for them in anticipation of what they were going to give. He says, "Now may He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food." supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness while you are enriched in everything for all liberality. You see, God supplies the seed. God also does what multiplies the seed and increase the fruits of your righteousness. And he enriches you in everything for the purpose of what? For the purpose of generosity, for the purpose of liberality. It's not for the purpose of accumulating, but for the purpose of giving. So, it gives you to do what? To give. It gives you to give. And the end purpose, actually, you will see it in that same scripture. The end purpose is for what? The glory of God. The end purpose is thanksgiving to God, which results in the glory of God. Amen. And the last one is 2 Corinthians 9. The same Second Corinthians nine Second Corinthians nine six to seven. But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he proposes in his heart, not grudgingly of necessity. For God loves a cheerful giver. If you don't remember anything here, just remember, God loves a cheerful giver. Can you say that? God loves a cheerful giver. Can we say it again? God loves a cheerful giver. Lord, make me a cheerful giver. God loves a cheerful giver. Lord, make me a cheerful giver. God loves a cheerful giver. Oh, Lord, make me a cheerful giver. Amen. You know, it's one thing to be a willing giver, it's another thing to be a cheerful giver. Mm, 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 mm. Hallelujah. If you are a cheerful giver, you are already willing. You can be a willing giver, but you are not really cheerful about it. You are willing, but not cheerful. Mm? But God wants you to be a cheerful giver, to be an excited giver, Mm? to be an excited giver. The Lord brought them to Mount Sinai. And uh, when the Lord called Moses to the top of the mountain, the first few words that the Lord would say to him is that, Ask the children of Israel. To give me what? An offering. Take my offering from them. Whoever is willing. Take my offering. Meaning whoever is not willing. Don't receive my offering. I don't know how Moses would know that. It must be that God will reveal to him. Anybody bringing their offering. Say, you, you are not willing. God will not take it. So go away. No? Everyone who is willing. Take my offering. How would Moses know? Except by divine revelation. Whoever is willing. There are those who who bring their offering, but they are not willing. You are not willing, go and sit down. Amen. But much more than willing is being cheerful. God loves a cheerful giver. So can we say that together again? God loves a cheerful giver. Lord, make me a cheerful giver. Amen. Giving and receiving, it is more blessed to give than to receive. You are more blessed when you give than when you receive. Everybody loves to receive. Everybody would like to receive. I would like to be on the receiving end. They say, you are more blessed when you give than when you receive. God is a giver. God is a giver. He is actually the giver of all good and perfect gifts. God is the giver of all good and perfect gifts. If you ask bread, he will not give you a stone. If you ask for fish, he will not give you a serpent. Did you hear that? In fact, God will give you better than what you ask about that. Hmm? Amen. You ask for things and God says what? Rather than giving you things, I give you myself. Which one will you like? You like things or you like me? I want to give you myself. That's what God wants to give us. Himself. If we have him, we got everything. You just think about some young children. You can call them teenagers or whatever. Whatever. Young adults, you know, maybe schooling somewhere, going to college in a far place somewhere, you know, far from their home. And the parents said to them, you know what, I would like to send some money to you. Um, What if I send this amount of money to you or maybe I'll just come over. Which one would you like? What do you think they would say? Come over. Come over. If they have nothing secret to hide, you know, if they are good kids, they will say what? Come over. Because when the parent come over, what happens? they got everything. They love them to be around. And of course, they will go about with them. Even just being in their company is satisfying and good and peaceful enough. And of course, they will cook for them too. Just being around. I love to have my mother being around when I was younger. Amen. Especially those times that you no, know, you fall sick. My mother being a nurse, I would love her to be around because she will give you medication that will make you feel better. Amen. God wants to give us more than things, better than things. He wants to give us Himself. Galatians six seven and James one sixteen. Galatians six seven and James one sixteen. James one sixteen says, "Do not be deceived, my brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift comes from above." From the Father of light with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. This is 16 to 18. James 1:16 to 18. God is a giver, the giver of good things. With God, there is no shadow. With God, there is no darkness. With God, there is no gray area. God is constantly light. Amen